0: Welcome to the R Empowerment Podcast. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about signing up for Uber Eats and other services similar to that. So stick around and find out more. Thank you for joining me today. My name is Keith and I'll be your host today. Today we're talking about something that's outside of my realm of comfort and something that's somewhat new to me, and that's delivering Uber Eats. I was very curious about this particular service. I've recommended several of my clients trying to use Uber Eats or Uber as a way of making a little bit of extra money when they're not at work to help pay down any bills or debts, but I had not really ever used it myself. A few years ago, I found myself unemployed and had signed up to do Uber, but had found a job in construction before I ever had to drive an Uber. So back to the present day, I decided I would sign up to be an Uber Eats driver just to see what it was like and give my clients any suggestions about how to do it or how the sign up process might work. This podcast is really going to focus on the sign-up process, so there may be other podcasts in the future that talks about the tips and tricks of being an Uber Eats driver. We'll cover a few of them in this podcast, but for the most part, we're going to stay in the signing-up mode. So to start with, there are a whole bunch of different services from Uber Eats, Grubhub, the list goes on and on and on. I selected Uber Eats partially just because I had signed up to be an Uber driver in the past but each one has its own unique uh, benefits. The reality to me is they're all about the same. Some are going to pay a little bit more for your time, some are going to have some benefits as far as like stocks or profit sharing whatever the case might be depending on how much time you drove and some will have drive time uh, benefits. But the reality is at the end of the day, you're gonna make about the same money in all of them. So do your research. One way to know which one's best for you though, is which one is most used. Now you could sign up for Uber Eats and if no one in the area uses Uber Eats or GrowPub, you're kind of out of luck. So try to figure out which one's most popular in your area or sign up for a couple of them. When a order comes in, you have the right to reject it. So you could do technically Uber Eats and Uber at the same time, or vice versa, Uber Eats and Grubhub. So, something to think about there. For me, I just signed up for the one, and it was plenty. So to start with, before you ever start considering driving for Uber Eats or any of those other services, you're going to need a few things. The first one is a smartphone. All of the orders are delivered, taken, and given through a smartphone. Reviews are given through smartphone Addresses are given through a smartphone. You got to have a smartphone and it's got to have reliable service. In addition to that, to me, you're going to need some kind of cell phone charger and maybe even some kind of mount so that you can mount your cell phone so it's easily seen in hands free driving. Because in a lot of cities and states, hand free driving is now the law. So make sure you abide by that. You're also going to need car insurance. I believe most of them you only need liability for doing Uber Eats. But if you're doing an actual like ride share, like Uber, you're going to need like full liability coverage. You're also you're also going to need a driver's license, registration for the car that is current, photo of your shoulders and up, that one kind of surprised me, and a debit or bank account of some sort. Now there's kind of ways around that. If you can get a card at like Walmart, they've got like Visa prepaid cards you can add money to again. Then you can use that as well. But you're gonna need some way for them to deposit the money. The key is, is you're going to need a few basic things on top of just some basic knowledge about how to use a cell phone and technology. The process of signing up is pretty easy itself. I started out by just Googling sign up for Uber Eats. It popped right up, went to the website, It asks some really basic questions, you know, your email address, your name, and then it kicks in with like wanting to know your social security number so they can do a background check on you. And then I was doing it on my phone, so it was simple, but it asked for a photo of my state-issued driver's license, my car registration, my insurance card, and uh, I just took photos of all that stuff and sent it in. And then I had to take a picture of myself from my shoulders up, which was kind of weird. I was unshaven and not in a particularly nice clothing, so I had to change and shave. I was doing it late at night, so that kind of surprised me. But I guess it makes sense. People want to see the clothes or the person that they are dealing with. So it makes people feel safe, I suppose. So that was the basic process. What kind of surprised me, I thought... Uh, And I think it surprised me the first time as well as this time was you don't immediately start driving. They have to do a background check. They're going to kind of check you out. So it takes up to a week sometimes to get approved to be a driver. In that time, though, there's a few things you can do. The first one is actually order from the app you've chosen. Again, in my case, it's Uber Eats. But if you order from it, you can kind of see how people handle it. Not only from the app side, how you actually order from it, but what are some of the delivery drivers do that you like and some of the things that you don't like i heard one example of a person that did this just to see what it was like and they felt like their drivers were really unfriendly and kind of standoffish or just for business like you know here's your food see you later and they learned that they didn't like that and they wanted to be something different so there's some benefits to that there's also just tons and tons of youtube videos out there about tips and tricks to be a uber or whatever driver you choose to be so check those out so I did watch those videos, though, or at least a few of them because there's a ton of them out there. And I did pick up a few kind of suggestions to think about as you prepare for your first drive. First off, you may want to make sure you're driving during peak times. If you have downtime during the day and you're kind of bored, then, yeah, go ahead and turn on the app because there's nothing wrong with that. But stick around your house because there's a chance at... Two o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday, you're not going to be getting many requests. But if you're out and about around lunchtime, dinner time, go ahead and find a place to park near uh, nicer restaurants, especially if there's a bunch of nicer restaurants in the same general area. This does a couple different things. Uber only pays you for the distance from the restaurant to that person's house. So if you're 10 or 15 miles away from the restaurant you're going to be delivering from, number one, they may not select you. They're going to pick someone closer to deliver it. And two, you're paying your own gas and time to get there. So by selecting the Restaurants that you want to deliver from, you are saving time and saving gas. However, if it's a downtime, you're just kind of screwing around in your car. Next, and I kind of said this before pick the nicer restaurants to park by. All the videos I watched on YouTube really had people complaining about McDonald's because they're kind of low income instances. People don't order very much food. They're normally pretty close to a McDonald's, so there's not a long distance to drive. And People that are ordering Grubhub or um, other services from McDonald's typically aren't paying a lot of money, and don't have a lot of money, so they're not going to tip very well. So try to select restaurants that are a little bit nicer, like an Applebee's or a Longhorn or something that's going to get you a little bit more of a tip and there might be a little bit bigger of a distance between you and that client. Uh, As I said, try to find something that was a whole bunch in one area. Um, A lot of times you'll see strip malls or malls with this um, kind of large amount of restaurants that you can deliver to. Next, would be to start during a slow time. I know that sounds crazy because I just said you could get bored and there might not be people to order. But during the quick times, there's going to be a lot of orders coming in. The restaurants are going to be busy and it's going to be really, really crazy. So the first time, couple times you go out, go during the slow time so you can go a little bit slower, get up to the cash register and really have a better experience for yourself so you don't feel the stress and kind of stress out about it. Next, when you're thinking about doing this, I guess I always thought about this job as a low customer interaction. But I think that's the wrong attitude. Going into this, you need to think of yourself as a waiter or waitress. You're taking the food from point A to point D to deliver it. And you need to make sure that you are focusing on the customer experience. So, Make sure you use your manners, you know, please, thank you, whenever you possibly can to help kind of soften the appearance of you. Make sure that you are keeping your car clean because they don't want to see a muddy car rolling up and thinking their food is in something that's really gross. Make sure you're keeping yourself clean, well-groomed, keeping yourself as unintimidating as possible so that they feel comfortable talking to you. Now, that doesn't mean you need to wear a suit and tie when it's 100 degrees outside or even when it's cold, but make sure that you are dressed in your nicest clothes to make yourself appear as clean as possible. A lot of the YouTube videos I found suggested buying a bag that can keep things hot and cold as a way of not only making sure the customer gets the food hot, but also as a way to increase tips. I think that's a great idea. I have something at my house, um before I ever started doing this and it works just fine. I don't really know if it increases tips or not, but it's certainly something nice to do and something nice for your guests. So something worth thinking about, especially if you're going to do this long term. Another thing you can do is really over communicate with the customers. So when you get the order, you go to the restaurant, you could say, send a quick text. Hi, my name is Keith. I'm your... Uber food driver. I'm at the restaurant waiting for your food. A few minutes later, text them, hey, is there anything, um, condiments or utensils that I can pick up for you? I'm at the restaurant. And then once you get the food, just text them, the food is out. I am on my way to you. And then I found someone on YouTube saying that they like to send little thank you text messages after they delivered the food as a way of getting tips because not only can they tip you in cash, but they can tip you after you leave the, the house. So they're just trying to end on a positive note. Another thing you can do in the line of condiments is keeping some in your car. So if you are still waiting now for your Uber Eats to be approved, start collecting those ketchup, mustard packets, spoons, forks, sporks, all those fun things so that if you do forget something or they forget to ask for something and they want it, you can just say, hey, I've got it in my car. Let me run out. Easy way to get a tip because a lot of the income that you're hoping to get from this Uber situation is from tips. I hope you found the information about Uber's Eats and the process of becoming an Uber Eat driver interesting and hopefully it'll lead you down a path to finding some additional income in your life. It's a great opportunity, really, because you don't have to schedule a time to work. You just simply turn on your phone, turn on the app, and get to work. From all of us here at Our Empowerment, we really appreciate you listening today and hope you got something from it. Until next time, remember, it's always the darkest just before summer turns out.